Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of Frameskip, the weekly video game podcast where we get together to talk about games for your amusement. I'm one of your co-hosts, Austin Eller. I'm joined by my three best friends tonight, as always. Coming up at number one, keeper of the role, Mr. Seth Slakehouse. How are you doing, Why Seth? Why is he number one? I'm the most important. Because right. he is the VIP. He has the yeah. TP. Yeah, I mean, like I thought this was like a, an undisclosed, like, like, like we all knew this. All I'm right. number one. Yep. But Seth thank, is thank, thank, thank you, Austin. It's uh, a truly an honor for me to be here today with you, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I am, I am uh, really glad that I have gotten the respect that I finally deserve in this show. Yeah, um, you know, I, I thought for years that that respect was really lacking, and um, I just thought that you know we want, we might as well label you as, like I said, the VIP that you yes, you really are. Thank you, thank you. I, I so. do feel like that is appropriate at this point in time. <laughs> uh, next up, we have. The number two coach, Kyle New. <laughs> What's up, coach? Not much. Uh, my Kindle Fire HD 10 came in today, and that's going to be my comic book reader of choice. Oh, that's nice. the best decision you ever made, my friend. That changed the game for me for reading yep. comic books. It really did. I did my research. It's cheapest, and it's the 10 inch, and it fits, baby. Dude, it look the comics look so good on the Kindle. Yes. And at number three, we have Elijah, the ladies' man. What's up, Elijah? Nothing too much. How about you? How are you doing, Austin? I'm doing great. Good. I'm glad yeah, to hear that. That's that's well, I'm I like to imagine that I'm doing great. If I say it enough, then maybe I, I will feel that way. That's the spirit. So, I try the same thing. It hasn't that's, worked yet. That's, that's just how I'm gonna act. And oh, what's that? Uh we have a number four this week. Who is that? Ray, Apollo, who are you? Uh, I'm just a man on the internet. Uh, wow. By the way, but coach, I got, okay, it fits in your pocket, right? No. Oh, no. no, 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 it's 10 inches. It's, so. big, it's, a, it's a big boy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's not It's not made to be portable. It's for you, it's, it's strictly going to be um, pretty much uh, comics. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I just want to point this out real quick. I don't know. Um, because uh, I, I don't want the comments to, to do it for us, that uh, Ray is technically number five instead of number four. No, I excluded myself. I'm number zero. That's a weird movie. But no, I'm I'm just a guy uh, that creates content on the internet, mostly on Twitch, uh, and likes to have a good time and talk with cool people like yourselves. Thanks. I Thank hope you. we're cool. You're, you you're, might change that book. opinion after the show, but... Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. For right now, we'll let you think that. So, <laughs> um, so here's how the show is going to work this week. We're going to talk to Ray a bit, and then we're going to get into our usual news stuff. So let's go on and kick it off. Ray, um, give us a little rundown on who you are. What do you do? Um, what's your what's your day to day like? Um, well, I am Ray Apollo. Um, so currently, David Day is me. Uh, so I stream on Twitch um, f- four to five days a week. Um, in the mornings and sometimes in the evenings. Uh, then I'm making videos for Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, uh, working with uh, companies on partnerships and sponsorships occasionally, uh, working with devs to you know get codes to stream their games on stream. Uh, I mean, it's 
the typical what you think a person, well, what people who know, uh, <laughs> does on the internet nowadays. <laughs> so, because uh, a lot of people still think, well, Ray, you you just play video games. What? That's so no, it's it's way more. I wish it was just playing video games. God, that'd be so easy, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> Um, but if I'm not doing that, uh, you know, I, I hang out with my wife. I'm watching some anime. I'm hanging out with my dog, watching some anime. I'm eating some food, watching some anime, you know, having a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> what anime do you like? What oh, are you watching? there were so many, but currently I'm watching Hunter Hunter and having a fantastic time. The best anime <sighs> of all time. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to say all that. It's a really good anime, but uh, I'm not going to say best of all time. You know, I watched uh, 98 episodes of Hunter Hunter waiting for it to get good, and uh, it never came. It has good. It has really good moments. I'll give it that. Like, really, really good moments. Uh, so uh, when I'm not playing video games, I'm also making uh, anime content on a little YouTube channel called Anime Lately. So we... Uh, oh, that's a good name. We do stuff on that. Uh, I'm on that multiple times a week, so I'm live reacting to uh, Tower of God currently on Crunchyroll, which mm. is also fantastic. In Ray, the, uh, have have you ever watched? Um, I, I believe it's 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 got a complicated name, but it, it's something like I'm new to MMOs, so I, I put all my stats in defense or something like that. Oh yes, I have heard of that, but I have not actually started it. But um, so, some of my co-hosts have watched that. Very funny, very funny. They like it. They love the Sekai. Genre, they love that stuff, and I'm yeah. like, it's okay. I've only the only one I've ever liked was Rising of the Shield Hero. That's the only That's one a, I like. Great, great anime as well. It's I like so that a good. Lot. It's yes. so good. Um, yes. But I like. That's what I do: video games, anime, and having a good time. That's that's me summed up. So your top five anime right now? Top five anime right now. If I in no particular Ooh, order, yes. Naruto, no particular order. Uh, Hajime no Ippo, uh, mm. Fate, Stay Night. Ooh, um, good. Let's see. When will be another one? Uh, I'm I'm actually I'm gonna put My Hero Academia up there. Yeah, and, yes. very well, very well. Um, what else? Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, oh wow, yeah. good, interesting. Wait, no, I have to substitute one. Uh, I'm instead of Yu Yu Hakusho, and this this is gonna be an unpopular opinion. G Gundam. <laughs> Yes. G Gundam. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love the so in that. Yes. But I had so much fun with G Gundam. I have the box set, everything. God, it's so good. It's so corny. Master. It is so corny. I mean, we have won't you get seen in, this man. We won't get into the stereotypes that it plays into, but it oh, was man. hilarious in the nineties. <laughs> I'm the undefeated of the East, <laughs> dude. It's so good. But then, if I was to put like a okay, and this is getting this is getting really good, so a, like a, a serious answer on top of that, what would be Zord Century Zero. So yes, oh, yes, rightfully yeah. so, rightfully yeah. so, right. I, and that's it. I'm not going to change any more answers. <laughs> I somehow managed to get that entire series on DVD. What? Which right now goes for like five hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, let me. Hey, can I borrow that? <laughs> it never recurs. Send it yeah. right back. I promise. <laughs> now, Ray, before before we move on from anime, I, I recently uh, went through Evangelion. Have you watched Evangelion? <sighs> I have started and stopped Evangelion like five times. Okay, see, because I, I I've heard that Evangelion was one of the best anime of all time, and I finished it. I forced myself to there finish people, it all. There are people who say that, yes, <laughs> and. I thought that it was the most overrated, one, one of the worst anime I think I've ever seen in my whole life. The last two episodes are, are I, I felt, I almost well, felt like it was terrible. Did you watch the movie though, Seth? No, I didn't watch the movie. The ser- okay. I didn't like the series. See, if you have to watch the movie for it to make yeah. sense, it's not very good. No, I agree with that. 
I, I agree with that. The the thing is, the movie actually explains what happens in those last two episodes because those last two episodes, I See, think everyone agrees, are just garbage. You don't. If you have to watch a movie to no, make sense yeah. about something, and nope, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I agree. They had to make they had to make something extra to fix the mistakes that they made. <laughs> complete nonsense. It was complete nonsense. I like Evangelion, but it's it's a disaster. It is not my favorite. It's just that that people. I feel like people who say that are like they they Evangelion. They watched it at a time where it re- they weren't mentally prepared for it, and it kind of messed them up. And so they're like, "Oh well, it's obviously one of the best things I've ever seen." And I'm like, <laughs> "It's not." Um, it's not, no, it it's is not. very different and bizarre, and it 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 pushes a lot of limits. I think when in terms of like messaging. And that's why people are like, oh, but it's so good. And it's like, itchy. No, I don't I don't want that. I don't want depression in the anime. That's not what I'm looking yeah. for. I'm that's exactly that. what it is. It's I'm, sadness. I'm, I'm already that. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. So like, well, I get and respect people who are like, yeah, I love it. It's so good. It's like, nah, it's not for me. Nah, it's not for me. I feel the same way. Yeah. This makes me really so, want to rewatch uh, Steins Gate. Oh, my goodness. I haven't seen that one yet either. Add it to the oh. list. Oh. Add it oh. to the list. Yeah. Um. So moving on. Back to, to video game talk for this video game podcast. Oh, my bad. Sorry, video game folks. <laughs> yeah. I tend to do no. this everywhere I go. We end up talking no, about fine. anime. Or anime. We all love games, anime. So. Which aren't great. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> some some are okay. How about Jump Force? <laughs> do not talk to me about Jump Force. Sorry. <clears throat> that was the worst $60 I ever positive, spent in my whole life. Man. Yep. I am very upset about I'm Look, not okay. No, I'm not upset. I'm very disappointed in jump yeah. force <laughs> jump jump force was I, I played i bet two hours of jump force and i was like th- this was a complete waste of, of my 60 dollars. like mm-hmm. it, was, it was so bad mm-hmm. so ray mm-hmm. you stream how many I hours do. a week do you think you stream mm. a week yeah um so quick maths if i'm if i'm streaming hmm, a week um maybe 30 plus hours a week interesting okay yeah and and like mentally for you what is that like like is there a separation between you playing a game on stream and you playing a game to chill out like does it feel a little more kind of jobby when you're doing it on stream or is it still just kind of the same enjoyment uh, i still have the same enjoyment but there's different types of games that i can enjoy on stream if that yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. um in the beginning i was like I don't know. It's just when well, we all first, you know, heard about streaming and saw that there were some people who were making a lot of money doing this. It's like, oh, well, all I have to do yeah. is, you know, stream all the time and that'll happen. You know, I didn't go into it with that mindset, but it's like, no, that's not how this works. There's all there's all kind of factors that go into that. Yeah. And uh, in the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, I can play and enjoy any kind of game I want on stream. But that's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the stream is as much about the game as you're playing as it is how you interact with the people who are watching. Yeah. Um, and there are certain games that I can play and enjoy and really, you know, get into it with the people in the chat. And there are certain games that I'm like, no, I want to focus on this game. I love y'all, but th- this is a video game that I really want to enjoy. And so I learned that I, ha- I have to play those on my own time. And so uh, for me right now, <laughs> streaming is still very much some of the most fun I could possibly ever have and it's still kind of uh every day like uh, i'm i get to wake up and do this and this is what i'm doing um type feeling <laughs> i don't know if that ever go away i hope it never goes away but i love it that's all. what kind of games do you like to stream like what are you, what genres do you like to hit so currently my my niche is uh like rpgs and jrpgs um i i love those the most but i'll i play just about I, i'm what you would consider air quotes a variety streamer because i do play a little bit of everything like you one week you'll see me playing something indie the next i'll be playing something super triple a but like i don't really do as much as the you know as much of the big big triple a stuff anymore 
Um, mm-hmm. So if, if I'm doing that, it's mostly third party stuff. But first party stuff, um, you might see here and there. Um, so just think, uh, right now we're playing through Dark Souls three. Yeah, um, buddy. My main game is Divinity Original Sin two. Um, I think we're gonna add Shadowrun at some point as well. Hmm. So it just depends. It was like the people like, oh, Ray, you gonna stream Xenoblade the remaster when it comes out? No. That is not one that we're going to be streaming. It's, it's too large. Like, there's just too yep. much of that game. Um, so I want to make sure it's something that we can all equally be having fun with, <laughs> like me and the viewer alike. Yeah, and I think I think that's valid. I think, I mean, you talked about kind of just certain games that can be enjoyed on stream and not on stream. And mm-hmm. um, my girlfriend and I actually started a, a channel about uh, probably seven or eight months ago, and we were planning on starting it with Death Stranding. <laughs> Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was a yeah. horrible idea in retrospect because that game is not not streamable i mean it no. is just not not no. a game I to mean, stream there were some people who could stream it and it was just yeah. fine but i mean it's just it's different people different stuff yeah you know? for, for us i think it kind of like because we both really want to go back to that game like i'm a, a huge kojima fan i metal gear is my favorite series and mm-hmm. um i hated that game because like Oof, we were yeah. we were trying to play through it on stream and it just it didn't work like i i couldn't really sit there trying to like pay attention to chat with like how kind of zen this game was it just didn't really work right um, yep so, so that's yeah. what you, that's that's always good to learn though like yep. hey this is a game i can stream this is a game that nope this is for me nobody else <laughs> yeah so um in retrospect, I guess time-wise, or or maybe even I guess motivation-wise, what kind of got you into streaming, and like when when did that happen? So wow, years ago, uh, I was working in IT, and I needed something to kind of pass by the time. And you know, I loved video games, I knew that, and I was always you know started on YouTube, of course, and started watching stuff like you know Dark Souls strategy videos. It's like oh, you know, use these shortcuts and these strats, and then one of the guys had like a link to Twitch channel. I'm like, what the heck is Twitch? Um, and, or was it Twitch? No, it was just, I was, no, I was watching justin.tv. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And uh, I remember clicking into it. I was like, wait, so this guy's like playing a game like right now. And I can like watch him play a game. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, but it didn't really like catch on for me until I got into this job and uh, this IT job. I was like, oh, I need something to just kind of have in the background. And I was like, so you mean I can inter- like I can interact with somebody while I'm at work to kind of keep me company while I'm also doing my job. Huh. Okay. And um, just kind of started watching some folks and, you know, found. so what I did is I looked for some games that I liked. I was like, okay, well, let me see if there's some cool people and, you know, who are playing the games I like, you know, that I would just like to see or hear about, learn stuff about while I'm working. And so that's really where it started. And then it wasn't until mm, maybe three or four years later, uh, mm-hmm. after I got my PlayStation 4 that enabled you to be, like, you could stream from your console. You didn't need anything else. Yeah. Because when I tried it for the first time, because I was like, well, I like video games and maybe some other folks who like the video games that I like will come and, you know, hang out with me. It was essentially all it was. <laughs> and um, so that happened. And then I was like, well, no, this is actually pretty cool. I like this a lot. And that's really kind of where it came from. Honestly, it was just kind of wanting to hang out with folks and play the games and talk about the games that we like together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back back when PS4 first launched, uh, Twitch wasn't even the top dog. It was Ustream. Right. Yeah. It was Ustream. Um, but do you get? Uh, uh, I remember very specifically this because Ustream was the one people were uh, getting when the PS4 first launched. They were getting naked on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, yeah, and like they, 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 all of a sudden everyone had a PS4 and a camera, and they were mm-hmm. they were they were just streaming themselves doing 
very inappropriate mm-hmm. acts. And then they were trying to do that on Twitch, and Twitch was like, nope. And it was yeah. just literally banning all those people. I remember that, yeah. yeah but, but Ustream wasn't so quick. And you, you right. could find a lot of people on Ustream when the PS4 first came out that were uh, – we're, we're 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 getting a little dirty. On that oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I do. I do remember that. <laughs> I, in fact, I specifically remember. I think it was it was it me and you, Austin, sitting in my room, yeah. Yeah. looking through all the UStream stuff when PS4 first came yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what yep. a time! <laughs> what a time! What yeah. a time! <laughs> so, Ray, where where did you cut your teeth, or when did you cut your teeth in gaming? Like, what console mm. did you start gaming? So I started gaming on the NES. Um, that was the first mm. console that I was given. That was like the, you know, we had my little brother and I, we had, we were given an NES by our parents. Mm-hmm. We were lucky enough and fortunate enough to have a TV in our room. So we got to play in our room just on our NES. Um, and just kind of, so we went from NES to, I think it was, who oh boy, NES to Sega. Then we were Sega kids. Mm. Then from Sega to PlayStation. And then we did PlayStation, PlayStation 2. Then I got an Xbox, and then I got an Xbox 360. It died because, you know, everybody's dead. And (laughs) then I got a PlayStation 3, and then I got another Xbox. Uh, Then I went to college, and I bought a PlayStation. Well, I I didn't even mention all the Game Boys I had. I had, like, Game Boy Color, (laughs) Game Boy Advance. Of course. Um, You know, but I so handheld gaming was my favorite. I loved handheld gaming. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, I that was where I loved but I really didn't really start like gaming gaming, like for real, for real. Like I was into it and then like wanting to learn about the developers and the people who made the games and stuff mm-hmm. like that until college, uh, to be completely honest. Like, you know, I always loved E3 and thought it was cool, but it wasn't until college that I really started to pay attention because I guess I had more time to myself to kind of like do this stuff. So then I started listening to podcasts like, you know, Beyond and Unlock yep. and stuff in college. Beyond. Uh, Beyond. Beyond. And that's what I really, really got into. It was with my PlayStation 3 in college. Um, and from there, which it just kind of snowballed into what it is today. <laughs> I wish I could go back to the NES days and just buy two of all the games that I had. <laughs> right. You know? Right. There's so many things I wish I still had from when I was a kid. Oh, my goodness. It yeah. was That was such a good time because I remember... Like I got my, I started in arcades and then Atari came out and I, I wasn't having too much of the, of Atari just because they, the game to me, the games weren't fun. There's only one really game that was fun, which was Kaboom, but all the others, I just, I couldn't, even though we had one, it just, it wasn't my thing. But when the NES was released, that was a game changer. Now, now, Ray, um, you said you went to college uh, and you had an IT. I'm assuming you went to college for uh, information technology. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what did what, uh, <laughs> you go to college for? I got uh, so initially I went to school. Uh, I was pre-med for a long time. And then uh-huh. uh, one day I was like, this is depressing. I don't want to do this. Right. And right. so luckily I wised up and was like, nope, let me change my major to something else that like I enjoy. And randomly. Oh, no. So this isn't random. There was this gorgeous girl that I liked a lot, who was now my wife. And, <laughs> always um, is. There's always a girl. I was huh? like, what major? What's her major? And I was like, well, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and it turns out, luckily, I actually really liked the major, which is communication and mass commons, you know, social oh, okay. media, uh, which I really, really enjoyed then. And I'm really glad that I did that because, uh, as it turns out, I use it every single day now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah that, that, but, that's what I was going to ask you. If, if you, but found no, it actually, I was I was an engineer for a few years. Like I ended up I, somehow out of college, I ended up in IT and I became an engineer. So okay. I was an engineer. For, that's basically what my career was until I started this. 
Yeah, uh, I was going to ask, because my, my view on college was, because I, I went to school for video game development, mm-hmm. and um, I, I found it uh, completely not worthwhile. So I was curious what, 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 how you thought, thought about college. No, I feel like, I mean, it's still overly expensive to me, but, you know, that's a whole different conversation. But right, uh, right. worth it. We had I had a lot of really good experiences in college. Uh, I got to live and study abroad, which was crazy, and never thought I would actually ever do that. Um, you know, I went to a lot of different places I'd never thought I'd actually go. I got to meet a lot of cool people and it just really college helped me start to realize stuff that I that I did like, which I do appreciate. Right. <laughs> like, right. You know, which I'm like, now that I think about it, it's like, no, I'm really glad that I learned that I didn't like that type of stuff or those kind of people when I was in college. Uh because it's made being an adult um I don't want to say easier, but uh navigatable. I just made up a word. I went to college. Um, <laughs> so, so, but, you, <laughs> but you said that uh, it was it was your college years, your formative years, if you will, that you became really invested into the the, the gaming industry. How did exactly. that come about? And I, it's just, I think, what was it? Um, oh no, it, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was uh, I had GameFly because you know no money in college, and I was like, I can't buy games. Um, and I got Uncharted two. And I played mm. through Uncharted because I didn't play Uncharted One, but everybody was. I was seeing a bunch of stuff online. It's like play Uncharted Two. It's such a great game. If you have a PlayStation, you got to play this. Blah blah. So I was like, okay. And I played it, and I was like, oh my god, no, this game is because I had uh, Red Dead Redemption, I had Infamous, which I loved, and um, God of War Three, um, all really cool games. But it was Uncharted Two that I was like, yo, this is what like this video games this is crazy and like it was telling this epic story and i was like it had these ridiculous set pieces that just kind of blew my mind and i was like i love this i want to know more about this i want like who made this and how did they make it how long did it take and from there it just kind of you know it was it was all downhill from there because then i got to learn about you know the studios and the people that made it and learn about other studios right. that, you know where the people came from and what they were doing and i was like yo this is nuts because it was the voice acting and just how the game worked. And I was like, this is amazing. And I love this. I, I look back on that era of uh, gaming very fondly, the the mid to late PS3 era. Mm-hmm, I, think, mm-hmm. I think I think that is probably my favorite era of gaming. Yeah. You got your Infamous, your Uncharted 2 and 3, and yes. God of War. Like th- th- Those games were so, so good. And now I feel like with Sony, we get a lot of the same games. They're all great. You know, they're, they're all great. But they are all third-person action games uh, that are that are narrative-driven, and I wish we would get back to more. You know, because like I don't understand why they buried the Infamous franchise. Because me it either. It was so one of the best. So it was so good. I, I love the games that like spawned out of that genre. Like yeah, you know, yep. we got prototype and stuff, which I still think were great games. You know, yeah, I agree. I, I love that. I feel like those were like the grandfathers of the open world stuff that we have now. That's insane. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Did that I company agree. go under that did prototype? I think so. Yeah, I believe. or they got sold like fractured yeah. and sold, <laughs> like a lot of companies around that time too. Yeah, yeah, true that, true that. Um, I wanted to go back a little bit. You you brought up your wife, and only reason I want to jump into this is because I guess we haven't brought it up on the show quite yet. But um, there was a time where you quit your job to stream. Yep. Um, and I just wanted to ask you. What I guess what was that conversation like with your wife? How did that how did that go about when that decision so, came to its head? I guess so. The, the there's a story that goes along with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had taken a new job, um, you know, hoping you know things would be better, and yeah. you know at a different company, and um, 
it was okay. You know, like it was like, okay, this isn't what they told me it was going to be, but like, I think I can get through this. Well, then um, a few months in, uh, basically we had uh, a cancer scare. Basically, I went to the doctor. Doctor was uh-huh. like, hey, you have this crazy lump on your throat. Did you know about this? And I go, no, doc. I thought that was an Adam's apple, but I guess you're going to tell me it's something else, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, we go through a bunch of tests and they basically say, Hey, um, this is something where we can't tell if it's going to be cancer or not until we remove it from your body. Mm. And I go, Oh wait, what? And they're like, yeah, and we might not even really know until after we take it out. I'm like, Oh, great. So like, I probably just like have a cancer and they're like, mm, probably. And I'm like, that is not helpful, but okay. This is my life now, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was a very, that was a hard time because, that's a, you know, the big C word is a scary thing because it's right. so right. Uh, yeah. unpredictable. You just don't know. Uh, and I was like, I got to this. I knew that that job was not making me happy. Um, there, I didn't I could not see myself in any form of that job that was going to um, bring me any kind of joy. And it was only getting worse. Um, and I was kind of I was going into I was I was already depressed, but it it, it accelerated my depression to a point that I had I had never been to and mm-hmm. I did not like it. And my wife realized this and was like, well, we've got to do something like it was it was bad, like panic attacks on a regular like just it was that was a really, really bad time. Um mm-hmm. And so we got the, I had the surgery, everything came out. Okay. Um, like, you know, I, I'm, I have ha- half a, a thyroid, but you know, everything, luckily for me, some people have to take medicine for the rest of their lives after that. Mine, the other half of mine is like working like a champ for now. Nice. So that's great. Um, but after that, I was like, I don't want to do this and I'm not going to do this because it was hurting my relationship. It was hurting me. And I was like, I got to do something else. Um, so really honestly, streaming is kind of like a, I don't want to say it's like a stopgap, but this is just kind of where I am right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like streaming, like this isn't the end all be all for me. It's like, yeah. ah, yes, my dream is to be a streamer. I love streaming. Don't get me wrong. But like, I still know that there's something else that I want to do in the games industry to help make it a better place as well, to help make better games, you know? Um, now to- would, would, would that sentiment stay? You think, uh, let's say your channel explodes in popularity tomorrow right. and all of a yeah. sudden you get 50,000 subscribers. Do you think that that would stay? Cause now all of a sudden you are making an impact, a, a bigger impact. Right. In, in, the, in my in own the way. Right. Which, yeah. you know, who knows? I'm not going to say no. Um, like th- that's completely possible. Um, cause I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm pretty good at this, but, right. um, I don't know. Like, I still think I would want to work with developers. And I think at that point I would have, more say on how i did it which would be mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. um but you know if that doesn't happen yeah i know that the way there are other ways to do it that i still would like to try you know what i'm saying so yeah so um when you say that twitch isn't the you know that's not the this isn't your final destination right what do you want to do in the games industry other than stream like what do you what are your desires and your passions so um, my passions are to, I, I love telling stories um, and I love to see, you know, how people react to those stories and have a good time. Um, so, I mean, but I also like to work in foster community, if that makes sense, like bringing people together that all enjoy something and helping them in, like find new ways to enjoy it or bring in new people who didn't know they would enjoy it. I love that um, because there's always something new that, you know, if you just, if you haven't seen it or you haven't tried it, you don't know about it, you know? Um right. So I would love to do something with communities or just 
make sure that communities are inclusive, but also um, benefit the developers and the people who enjoy the the work of the developers. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I would love to at some point work on a game or maybe make my own game. Like that is something that is absolutely something I've always thought about. Um, is because I there's a story that I want to tell, and I think a video game would be a great way to tell it. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think you know, in 2020, we're now at a point where I, at least personally, I know we probably all feel the same way. I think video games can tell stories mm-hmm. just as well, if not better, than than other than other mediums. Yeah. Um, yeah. But back to the question you asked about my wife. So when I mean, yeah. it, it got it got to the point that it was so bad. My wife was like, "We got to figure something out." And so basically, we did all the math. It was like, well, um, because I when I quit my job, I think I had. I was not making money on Twitch. Like I may have, maybe had gotten one payout. Yeah. Um, so I was like, it's possible to make some money. Um, but I know we're not making enough money to support us. I know that for sure. Um, but thankfully for her, she's an incredible, she's an incredible, incredible, incredible woman. And she has a, a great job that she works really hard at every day. Uh, then mm-hmm. it was like, well, we can do this for a while, but if it doesn't work, we have to find something else. And I was like, yeah, I get that. And um, it's just that we, that job was, I was in such a bad spot in that job that we just, it just, it had, it had to be the thing to go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was not a very, it was not an easy conversation. It was not easy to do. Cause I walked away. It was a great paying job. Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a great paying job. I walked away from so much money uh, to make no money, but uh, I'm having a blast and it's growing every day and I, it's mine. I'm growing this. I'm making this. It's happening, you know? Um, so it wasn't easy, but we're making it work. And I will be honest, it's getting better week over week. So, I mean, you mentioned like, you know, everything happening mentally at that at that point in time. Do you feel like, I mean, I think you've maybe already kind of answered this in your own way, but do you feel like you've kind of grown as a person and, and become? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, I had so much more time to like figure out what I actually wanted, you know, because like nice. I said, I got, I got a comms degree and I went into IT. I didn't want that. I took that because it was there and it was going to help me financially support myself and, you know, my wife, you know? Um, so it was one of those things where, uh, and this is traditional for the Midwest. You get married, you get the job, you have the kids, which we have not done. And, you know, that's, that's your life forever and ever the end, you know? And, um, I didn't want that. That's not what I want. I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I want us to be able to live the life that we want. We love to travel. We love to, you know, go eat good food. Uh, You know, we love to, spoil our friends and our dog <laughs> and that's the life that we want to live and so that's what we're trying to go after it was i'm really glad that i had the time to think about what i actually wanted to do instead of doing what i thought i needed to do does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a great philosophy to have on life too i'll be honest yeah. like that like searching for happiness instead of mm-hmm. a paycheck i yes. think is extremely extremely mm-hmm. important for people to understand it really is because i mean i thought that that those paychecks i was getting was that was what was making me happy but it's not it wasn't it wasn't, right. and I learned that the hardest way, <laughs> which right, sucked. Right. That yeah. sucked so much. Uh, but uh, now I'm here. You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm back on the rise to being not only who I am, but the best version of myself. And I'm so excited. Like I, I love it. Like, um, but I mean, not only that, it was. It was also a combination of therapy and you know, seeing you know, psychiatry, like doing the stuff that you need to do. Yeah, I course. feel like as a person, um, like. I didn't just all of a sudden one day I was like, ah, I'm fine. No, I see a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I take antidepressants, you know, and now I feel like I'm doing really well. I'm growing and I want to keep growing. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Sometimes the darkest nights present the brightest stars. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's that's that's what it yeah. is. It yep. really is. Really, you know, things got really bad for a while. And um things I'm not gonna say that things won't get bad ever again because it's completely impossible. That's life. But yep. I'm gonna take it the way it is right now. <laughs> now, We're Ray, talking. you you said um that you're you're actively growing your community. What are some of the ways that you actively do that and you put effort into growing your community? So it's consistent engagement. You know, I'm always trying to make sure. So one thing I push is like, I'm here to have a good time and I want to make sure everybody is having a good time with me. I don't expect anything from my audience or my community. Nothing. I don't expect anything from them. I want to have a good time. And if you also want to have a good time, I think that you're going to hang out with me. (laughs) And I know that sounds kind of presumptuous, but it's like, I, that's, that's what I want. That's the kind of community that I'm building. And that's what, that's what we do. Like we we have a good time. You know, we learn about video games, we play video games. Um, We laugh, we talk, we have real discussions kind of like this. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just, when you, when you're talking to me, you're talking to me. You're not talking to a, uh, you know, this version of me. No, you're talking to me. That's just how it is. Uh, and that's the way I want it to be, <laughs> you know. Um, I don't really, I don't put on. There's no character. That, nope. If you're talking to Ray, you're talking to Ray. That's why I don't have a, a brand name or like a, 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 a what is it like a a channel name? No, it's my. That's my name. Ray Apollo is literally my name. It's a great. It's a great last name, by the way. <laughs> it me. is. It really um, is. Thank you. Um, but I'm like, hey, this is this is me. And so if you if you if you like me, awesome. If you don't. That's cool because I know not everybody's going to like me and that's fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have you made like or experienced really good memories? Like, do you have good memories of the streaming part of, um, of gaming? Oh yes. Uh, there've been like, there've legitimately been some games that I don't think I would have enjoyed as much if I wasn't streaming them. Uh, fire emblem three houses being one of them. Love that game by the way, but I streamed my entire playthrough of that and we had so much fun together because it was you know them watching me make the decisions and then seeing how i react to decisions and then you know them like well i did this and blah 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 and then you know another person's like oh i did this and blah 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 and i'm like oh well you know it was that was one of the i love that 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 mario maker which is a big community focused game like you know people come in and like hey i made this level for you and it's like haha my level sucks but you're not gonna find out until after you play it and i'm like wow this level sucks and they're like oh man i'm like well what did you expect so it's just there's so many different things where i'm like there's so many games that i'm also like i would have never played these games unless i was streaming to be honest like Mm -hmm. mario maker probably would not have ever gotten into it if i wasn't streaming um I saw how much fun people could be having with that game. I was like, well, let me give it a shot. And I had a blast. Um, I don't know. It just, it just really depends. Like they, this community is, they're ridiculous. And like, like I said, they love to have fun and that's what we do. We have so much fun together. And that's what truly I love so much about this is they make, somehow we have made video games more fun together. Fascinating. So what did you do? Like from the very first time you streamed on Twitch, what did you do to increase or to build your community? Uh, consistency is important. Um, mm-hmm. But then I also, quality is also important. I, I did a lot. I consumed so much information from other people who were doing it, who wanted to do it. 
Um, you know, I'm watching YouTube videos, I'm reading forums and I'm like, you know, what's the most important part of a stream? And it's like, well, how are people consuming your stream? And that's what matters. And it's like, what time of day are people watching your stream the most? And, you know, uh, how do you keep that consistency and keep those people coming back? It's like, you know, cause I like, is it giveaways? Is it you, the personality? Are you a God gamer? People love to watch you do sick no scopes, you know, stuff like that. And I just kind of had to try different things and figure out what it was that fit me personally. Um, and something I learned recently was like, you know, if you don't know what you're doing in this space, emulate somebody that you really respect until you figure out what you're doing. It's, that's completely okay. As long as you're not stealing stuff from them tit for tat, you know, it's it's okay to emulate somebody until you get comfortable with yourself. And uh, that, that's kind of what I did. I just took different parts of different streamers that I really admired and respected and kind of used that until I started to figure out what worked for me and what didn't work, you know? And that's advice you could do anything in life, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, whether um, whatever your job is and you want to be the best at it. Well, you you find someone and you learn from them, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and that's what you're doing. So, yeah. OK, that's that's good advice. I like that. Yeah. Do you think that uh, Twitch streaming is something that you can become successful at with one foot in, one foot out? Or do you think that the only possible way to to get a popular channel is to put your nose to the grindstone quit your job and actually focus completely on streaming uh i've seen people fail both ways interesting uh so it's it's not uh it's that's that's not it i mean i've seen people who went all in on streaming they were like yeah i'm gonna quit my job and i'm gonna do this full time and then you know a few weeks later they're like nope can't do it it's not working i'm not growing Ooh, and wow. um mm -hmm. like I, I've, I've seen that happen to people, but I've also seen people who work a full-time job and they only stream at night and they have hundreds of thousands of people, you know, who follow them and thousands of people who watch them, you know, every night. Like it just, it really depends. Um, I will say that the streaming thing, um, it's not guaranteed for anybody like at all. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> uh, I know somebody who recently um, she lost her job. And so she lost her job. And so she just started streaming and then she blew up and, and, and in three months, she's a partner and having just this huge, beautiful success. And she's fantastic. She's so good. And like, you know, it wasn't like just anything that she did. It wasn't anybody. She, she just, it, it just happened, you know, and that's the internet. That's the nature of the internet. Sometimes it just happens. And most times it doesn't happen, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, I've, I've seen it, I've seen it fail both ways and I've seen it work both ways. Uh, you know, people going all in and it worked really well for them. People who, you know, kind of was there, but they had other stuff that they had to do because money is a thing and an issue. And so they were doing it when they could. And then I've seen people who go, went all in and completely busted because they went into it expecting way too much up front and were prepared. You know, it's all about how you're prepared for it, I think. How much is it? How much is it the game or is it the streamer? Uh, I would say that it's it, it really depends because I've seen I've seen situations where it's 100 percent the game. I've seen situations where it's 100 percent the streamer. And I've seen a lot of situations where it's 50 percent the game, 50 percent the streamer. Right. You know, okay. um, it just sometimes it depends. Sometimes people get that lightning in a bottle where like they're streaming the right game at the right time and they're doing it consistently enough that they get an audience or people take notice of the stuff that they're doing because, you know, <laughs> You can go on Twitch right now and click on two streams, one person at the top of the directory and one person at the bottom. And sometimes they're doing the exact same thing, except one person has 3,000 views and one person has two, you know? Now, do people, because I know on Twitch, and I think it was about two or three years ago, 
I, I found this and I was talking to Austin about it, but there's a big speed run community. Yes, there you is. Know, mm-hmm. There's the big speed run. But besides that, for just playing the game, you know, and then of course you have your World of Warcraft community and all of, you know, the MOBAs and stuff, but for just playing a game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can you make it by by just playing a game and just, you know, growing your community? Or do you have to be part of that niche that is that gets you big on on Twitch? Like I said, it's it's not guaranteed for anybody and it's possible and also impossible. I know that sounds ridiculous and vague, but it's like, yeah, you can do it if you're willing to put in the time, but also understand that it's not going to happen overnight for like some, there are very, very, very few people that it possibly could happen overnight. Uh, but most people it's going to take years. Uh, I've known some streamers who have been streaming consistently. And I mean, consistently for years that haven't even sniffed, like getting uh, partnered on Twitch. Uh, I will say the affiliate program has made it easy for some people to kind of like, it gives them something to hope for, uh, as mm-hmm. the, you know, you grind as an affiliate, you know, but partners kind of like, that's the dream, you know, but, um, can you just stream a game and make it? I don't, I don't think so. Like, uh, it, we're at this point where yes, it's oversaturated, but you know, YouTube was oversaturated for years and still is, but there are still mm-hmm. new YouTube stars that pop up all the time. Am I right? Right. Yep. right. So it's like, you just, you don't know until you try. Ray. Um, sorry. Go ahead, coach. No, last one, I'm, and then um, I want we could move on. But which, um, what do you think of the YouTube streaming? YouTube could be the biggest streaming platform on the internet if they decided to be. They absolutely could because they have the perfect VOD system, which is YouTube by itself. But if they really truly wanted to push their streaming platform to make it the best, they could. They absolutely could. Um, so YouTube, YouTube as it's a streaming platform has grown uh, the most next to Twitch. Um, looking at the the data, and hmm. YouTube absolutely could be the biggest player in that if they wanted to. Hmm. Interesting. Jeez. Uh, right. So Twitch has been known uh, many times for its extremely toxic uh, community. Mm-hmm. And how do you personally deal with uh, trolls, griefers, and what's your what's your <laughs> what, what's your what's your view on? Uh, how to stop that and what's your view on on what you do in your channel to Um, obviously you have a very positive community it sounds like so i do and that's because that's what i put out there um Mm -hmm. i put out there what i expect to get back but i also take steps to prevent that kind of stuff well not prevent but try to make sure there's not as much of it coming into my chat so you know if you could not hear the sound of my voice i'm a very beautiful african-american man and um, there are trolls and griefers who I get all the time come in trying to, you know, drop in bombs and, you know, all kind of racist remarks. And really? Yeah, I, yeah, oh, uh, weekly. And oh. it's one of those things where at first it was really shocking and jarring uh, because, you know, I was it had happened to me, you know, a few times as a kid and as an adult. But on then it was becoming like a daily thing at some point. I was like, wait, whoa. Okay, so I took the measures to protect myself. You know, I added more mods uh, to my channel. I, you know, we banned a lot more words. So you type those words, you get banned instantly, stuff like that. But it was also just making sure that uh, I I know that this is going to happen. And these are just, that's what those people are. They're just trolls. And I'm not going to let them ruin everybody else's fun in my stream. Like, I get to control that energy. And if I let that person get to me, I, that they basically are achieving what they wanted to achieve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm on the internet to have a good time. I don't I I I love myself. I love black people, and you know, but I also want everybody to come to my stream and feel welcome and have a good time. 
I don't care what you are, what you do. As long as you're not trying to hurt nobody else, we're going to have a good time, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I know my, my personal favorite streamer is Asmongold. And yeah. his his uh, chat is just extremely extremely toxic. Um, and some people are like, "Oh, well, it's so big that you can't control that." And I mean, but no, you can because I've been to other streamers just as big as his that is completely the opposite. Yeah, so, he tries. I think yeah. he tries, but there's there, there's something about his channel that I think attracts immaturity as well. Right, which is interesting. But I mean, that's that's the. the curious and dangerous part of the internet to me it's like because you know i don't know hive mind is crazy and i, I don't know yeah. people the the mob mentality is very real on the internet because it's so mm-hmm. easy to congregate yep. on the internet um mm-hmm. you know so it's just uh, that's a whole different conversation because that goes back to my what i got a degree in it's like it that stuff is interesting to me but it's also like is real <laughs> it's right. real yeah. so i mean yeah i i do deal with that stuff on a regular basis but i try to make sure that my community knows that that's not stuff that we tolerate um, if there's somebody who's saying stuff in chat that I don't like or don't agree with, I'll let them know. It's like, hey, that's not how we like to do things here. Like, you know, I can understand if, if the, hey, you're like, that's the way you're talking, that's how you operate in it. Cool. But that's not what we want here, you know? Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll never I'll never be a jerk to, you know, people on purpose unless they're being just an absolute piece of garbage. Uh, but I don't, I rarely get that because that's not the stuff I'm inviting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Um, right. So I just, I want, I, said, I, I just want y'all to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I have a piece of information and then maybe we can move into some, some actual game talk here, but, um, this comes from good friend of the show, Craig, who Ray probably knows as of a rev five, two, five, Oh guy. Yeah. Good friend of ours. He, uh, has been a fan of, of us for, for years and years and years. And I think he actually found you through us originally. He did. What a nice so, young man. Yeah. Um, but I was talking to him last night, was playing some monster hunter and he was like, tell Ray, Something about pancakes and cheese? See, first of all, that's rude. <laughs> I, I can't believe you've done this. So now I have to tell the story. So I, we, uh... <laughs> so Sorry, I just there... had to, I mean, you know, <laughs> no, you get special favors. <laughs> so one of the guys that I do the Anime Lately podcast with, his name is Miguel. I love him like a little brother, but sometimes, man, he's weird. Uh, he goes, Ray, you know what I like? And I'm like, no, what do you like? You know, I expected some normal answer. And he goes, pancakes with cheese on it. And I go, wait, <laughs> what? And he, I go, what do you mean pancakes with cheese? He says, yeah, you take cheese and you put it on a pancake. And I'm like, no. Huh. And I'm like, no, why would I take a perfectly good pancake and ruin it? And he's like, it's like a McGriddle. And I'm like, no, it's nothing like a McGriddle. But anyway, um, I was like, the only way I would do that is if you paid me to do it. Ha ha. You know, as I'm streaming, he goes, okay, here's $20. Do this. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a man of my word. So on stream, we made pancakes and I put a, uh, I have to, I put a whole honking craft single on a pancake and ate it. And it was terrible. Oh, yeah, I figured Just that. as bad as I thought it would be. It was so bad, and I'm still mad about it to this day because I think about it, and I remember how it tastes and the texture, and it was all bad. Nothing about it was good. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yep. Uh, awful. So, so thanks, thanks for reminding me of that, Rev. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, Craig. Friend of the show, Craig. I think you can pair a lot of things with pancakes. You can put sausages on it. You can put yeah. bananas on it. You know, but cheese? Of fruit. No. no cheese. Peanut butter. <laughs> Pe- yeah, peanut butter, oh, yeah. cookie butter. Oh, yes. Man. Come done on. that before ain't about that life bro not, not the cheese no we're not doing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so ray we'll get you to drop these again at the end but um 
So your your channel, where where can people find you? Oh well, I like I said, I try to be uh, Ray Apollo on everything. R A Y A P O L L O. And I have to warn everybody: do not put a space between Ray and Apollo, because you know the wrestling fans out there will know that Ray Apollo yeah. is also known as Doink the Clown, who I've been <laughs> in an SEO battle with for years. <laughs> So do not put a space between Ray and Apollo or you'll get some clown who wrestled instead of some clown that plays video games. <laughs> okay. But yes, just Ray Apollo. So Ray Apollo gotcha. on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Those are the important places. Nice. So yeah, we'll definitely get you to drop those again at the end here. But Absolutely. in the meantime, let's get in some game talk here. Video games. I like those. Um Elijah, why don't you start up start us off and uh let's talk about the ghosts of Tsushima state of play that occurred this week. So, yeah, PlayStation, I want to say it was on Tuesday or Thursday, it was on a day that starts with T, showed off 18 minutes of Ghosts of Tsushima gameplay and gave some more details about it. And what they gave us got me even more excited. There are different combat styles, like Samurai, which is the much more honorable, full-on sword fighting. There's... Oh, what's it called? Ghost. Ghost, where yeah. it's more of a like ninja style, where it's much more sneaking. Uh, I personally was worried about when they announced there were no viewpoints. But the cool thing they showed off to find your way is essentially you can press a button and it calls the wind. And yeah. the direction the wind is blowing shows you where you are to go next. Now, that's just for main story, like missions and such. A cool thing that will lead you to side missions is if you pay attention to the wilderness around you, there will be like birds that these birds, uh, you'll hear them make a sound and follow them and they will lead you to other stuff on the map that you haven't discovered yet. It the world looks so open and vibrant and beautiful, and I don't mean it just in like a, from a graphic standpoint, it just looks colorful and it seems like it set, it fits the period so well and shows off the beauty of this land. The main character, Jin, you can customize him in many different kinds of armor, uh, different colors, such as that. I, If I'm not mistaken, the main character's appearance can't really be changed. But then there's just so many cool things. Like, they showed off a mission where they did it two different ways, and... It, it just seems like such an in-depth game. One of, the, one of the things I use best to describe it is it is it has almost nothing specifically like gameplay-wise new to it, but everything it does, it looks like is so masterfully crafted. I, I'm honestly, after watching this 18 minutes, I'm even more excited than I was before. Yeah, I, I, I was saying before the show, I don't actually only watched about half of it and I need to watch the rest here um, within the next day or two. But um, from what they showed off, I really got the vibe of like an Assassin's Creed meets Breath of the Wild. And I yes. am all in on that. Like that is everything I could ever want um, in a game of this style. And um, one other thing, just as as a Japanese nerd, um, considering I've been studying the language for three years. Um, I was very happy when they announced it had a Japanese language um, pack because I thought it was a little odd that they were all speaking English. <laughs> but also, can we talk about 
you can turn it to the old samurai film version for the entire game where there it's black and white and there's constantly like a breeze blowing yeah it looks so amazing absolutely awesome uh ray are you excited for this game at all you know, I am very excited for this game, but uh, I don't have a PlayStation, so uh, I'm going to oh. be excited until I get a PlayStation 5, and they're like, hey, you can play it on PlayStation 5. Um, but I watched the whole reveal. I watched it twice, actually, because I watched it once, and I was like, this uh, compression is terrible, and so I watched <laughs> it again in 4K, and it's yep. gorgeous. God, it's such a pretty game. Um, it just looks like a lot of fun. I like it. I'll never forget when they first announced that game. I was like, there is no way this is coming out on PS4, because... That lighting and and the grass effects and everything just looks just phenomenal. So many Psych- years um, ago, many years ago, there's no way this game can look this good. Now watching this, oh my god, this game looks this good. <laughs> when was it revealed? Like in seventeen, eight, sixteen, seventeen? I think it was eighteen. It was the 18. one where they had that weird E three where it was like the, the the three games or whatever, and they like moved between. It was tents. the church for yeah last not a church but it looked like it for last of us two and then they moved into the auditorium and had the guy playing the instrument yeah oh yeah, that, that was, weird thing yeah, yeah it was a that. fun ride that was weird but i kind of liked it and i was like this ain't this is weird but it's like i'm not there so it's not super weird but yeah no i think it was officially announced maybe at the game awards because you might be right it was just like a thing it's like uh ghost of tsushima sucker punch and everyone's like yeah what <laughs> i i think you're right about that one i i'm pretty sure it actually was then maybe it was uh um e3 when they they first showed more of the story and stuff i don't know but um yeah it looks awesome can't wait to play it uh only a couple months out so i am july, eagerly right? anticipating that yeah, yeah. July. I mean, may, may is almost over y'all <laughs> i know that's crazy it's insane I mean, um, the last two months have been 20 years long, so, yeah. Well, March seemed like it was 20 years itself, and then April is kind of like, hi, April. Oh, bye. Oh, that's right. <laughs> April happened. I forgot. Yeah. 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 It just was so fast. Well, same mm-hmm. with May. I mean, like, we're mm-hmm. you're right. We're already almost done. Next week, you know, we're, we're at the yeah. end. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to move into mine just because I found a good transition. But speaking of games that release on July 17th, <laughs> Paper, Paper Mario, the Origami King was announced this week as well. You mean game um, of the year? Yep. Yeah, it looks freaking awesome. Looks really, really cool. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting this because there was that big leak, I guess about a month or two ago now, where um, it was saying, one, there was a new Paper Mario game coming and two, there was this Mario collection at some point, which obviously has still not been confirmed, but those are both in the same link. So I have, I have hope. Um, but yeah, they announced a, the new paper Mario game comes out in less than two months. Um, looks really interesting. It's got some sort of like origami kind of key feature to it. Uh, looks like the origami people are kind of the bad guys. So should be interesting. Um, I know in the leak, they said, it would kind of go back to the RPG roots of um, Thousand Year Door and and the original Paper Mario. So I'm really hoping we see that. I know in the the announcement trailer, they kind of showed like an actual kind of turn-based battle. Um, so I'm hoping it's it's pretty expansive and it actually has like a leveling system. And it's not like the previous three Paper Mario games, which... Um, Good? Question mark? 
the where it really took a turn for the worse was the um, sticker star. And like I was yeah. telling you earlier today that um, I went back and started playing Paper Mario 64 uh, mm-hmm. last night. And I noticed that the outline of all the characters was black. Hmm. Yeah. But the outline in the new one is still, it has a black, but it also has a white outline, which is representative of a sticker. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I, yeah, we, Coach and I talked about the, this on the phone earlier, but I'm hoping if they do bring back the whole sticker functionality from Sticker Star, which again was the 3DS Paper Mario, which kind of uni- unanimously everyone hates. I skipped that. Um, I never played it. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> just really don't even bother <laughs> um don't have to tell yeah. me twice yeah i'm i'm hoping if for some reason stickers are back it's 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 just not what it was in that game because one that game was super easy and two it had no rpg elements whatsoever so nintendo please don't um, ruin my first paper mario experience they can't yeah. do that it already happened <laughs> well, i'm just again. you know we'll see what happens but like i said worst case Ghost of Tsushima comes out on the same day. So, yeah, I'll be playing Paper Mario. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray has no fallback plans. So, <laughs> none, actually. If and the game sucks, if it sucks, oh well. <laughs> and, and let's be real how can that be game of the year when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 are coming out? Because mm-hmm. that's game of the decade. That's different. Fair enough. Yep, thank you. Game of last decade. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, with the whole drop of um, the reveal of Paper Mario, mm-hmm. a while back, what, about a month ago or a few weeks ago, there was that rumor of a new Paper Mario coming out sometime this year. But within that rumor, there was um, the, the, the 3D Mario remasters mm-hmm. or, and ports mm-hmm. and also the definitive edition of Pikmin 3. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping mm. that's real too. Mm. I Pikmin hope it's three, real. Pikmin three, very good game, very good. I game. never, if, I never finished it. I want to finish it. If they could do three and make the gameplay and everything like the not the gameplay but the controls like smooth, if, I don't know how they're going to do motion controls because there really isn't motion controls on the Switch. But using the Joy-Con, um, it'll be interesting to see if it if that does come out. Then they just need to go ahead and do a slight remaster slash port of the Wii version of Pikmin one and two, just so you have the whole series, and then drop, you know, Pikmin four at some point. That'd be nice. I'm still curious because there was that comment by Miyamoto about yes. five years ago, and he was like, "The next Good Pikmin God. game is almost done," and I still don't know. No, he if, said Pikmin four. Or yeah, he did say Pikmin four, and I and still. And then don't, we got the one on 3ds, which yeah. was like, look. Just like your parents, Miyamoto can lie, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel like he lied to his teeth on that one. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I love him, I'm like, mm, okay, Miyamoto. But maybe it is sitting somewhere on a hard drive in Nintendo's back room. So Because imagine the backlash if they're saying, well, we are, we're currently halfway through development of Pikmin 4, you know, and then mm-hmm. everybody will be like, but you said exactly that's exactly it but you, yeah. that's why they haven't said anything about it they're just going to release it yeah. yep. 
Oh, by the way. Shadow Drop Pigment 4 is uh-huh. out right now. Hey, Pigment 4, you like that? You can download it today. Yes. And we wake up Friday. Um, I mean, but that would be a great day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, speaking of actually kind of on the topic of that, this game, Paper Mario, was announced on social media. There was no uh-huh. Nintendo yeah, Direct. Yeah, really strange. Um, just kind of came out of the blue. And I don't mind that, actually. I don't mind. Same. Announce Same. a game when it's ready. I don't need some big spectacle. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. this game's coming out now. Sweet. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> well, and I was talking to Coach this morning, actually, about how I feel like anytime Nintendo announces a Direct anymore, there is so much hype leading into that. And then always, every single time, after that direct is over, ninety percent of the internet is like, "This sucked." I mean, well, and that's, the, that's the internet. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, but I think part of it is because there's just everyone has too high of expectations, and yep. so I, I don't think, know why. <laughs> I'll be yeah. very honest with you. I don't know why the Nintendo Rex, while they're fun, most times aren't super great. Yeah. We had like three really, really, really good ones, and now people think that's all it's ever supposed to be. Yeah. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I think to kind of combat that I mean absolutely just being like oh guess what Paper Mario is a thing on Twitter I think that's honestly really smart and I, I it worked really well I mean I woke up and I was like oh crap I'm excited right, exactly. about this I was like oh sweet like literally I woke up I was like oh there's a new Paper Mario in the world I know about now this is excellent so <laughs> I'm yeah. happy about that please do more games like that don't yeah. tell me about it until it's ready you know so then I don't have to worry about it yep. Thank and you. two months you know especially now flies by like mm-hmm. oh it does yeah so that was the perfect drop for us. We're going to be so, playing Paper Mario tomorrow. Right. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah, I can't wait. My July is so packed. I can't do this. <laughs> oh, mine's fine. It's just Paper Mario. July 3rd, Iron Man VR. July 10th, Deadly Premonition 2. July 17th, Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, I, yep. Only one I'm playing is Paper Mario. So July is looking pretty Actually, good. Actually, if I pick one of those to not get, it would be Paper Mario. <laughs> rude but okay i see wow. what you're, I, I still i i want to play it it looks great but mm-hmm. oh my god iron man vr looks amazing it does look so cool. going back to the directs remember when nintendo announced that at e3 they weren't going to do their live conference yes and they were going to do the directs oh yeah and everybody melted down they're like oh no and i then, mean let's be real the directs at first they weren't that good right. <laughs> It took a while, it took them a while to get to what Nintendo Direct Learn, is now, yeah. which is awesome. But like you know, they're not these big huge things. I'm like, oh, they're gonna just blow the gates off, and there's gonna be so much stuff. It's like, no, this is their way of communicating with us, which is convenient. I like it. I think that the turning point was when they, the, I don't remember which direct it was, but when they started getting to those directs where it was like, okay, no talking. Here's game. Here's game. Right. Here's game. Here's right. game. And those, and those are the ones that everybody expects now. Yep. Um, and they're, I, I feel like typically at least as far as the pacing and everything, I feel like they're, they're pretty good. So, yeah, I mainly um, love directs, especially when they don't have any bad Bowser, Doug Bowser jokes in it. <laughs> God, that, that's I the, love those jokes. Okay? That's the one time I was like, oh no, please don't do this. I laugh me. at all those jokes now. And I'm like, how <laughs> did you, how did you possibly work out the fact that a man with the name Bowser literally runs Nintendo for like the most part? Like, I'm pretty you? sure she, or they paid for him to legally change his name. I mean, if not, they birthed him <laughs> from Bowser. a tube somewhere in the basement of Nintendo and have been raising him in Nintendo his entire life. Yeah. Doug Bowser. Officially owned by Nintendo, <laughs> right? TM is there a TM after his name? Have you? Is yeah, anybody checked? Yeah. Bowser TM, yeah. <laughs> trademarked. I think the worst direct ever was the um, the E3 direct where it was like 
35 minutes of smash. Oh boy. And like five <laughs> minutes, five minutes of, you know, whatever. That was so rough. I mean, for the people uh, who love smash bros, they loved that. It was yeah. great. But I was like, oh, okay. So y'all just got smash bros. Gotcha. That was, that was yeah. last year, right? Was no, it? That was 18. That was, yeah, that was a few years ago. Yeah. I remember that, but it, you, you're not far off. It was, kind, it was almost like that last year. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Wait, what was last like, year's? I'm trying to remember. Was, was it, it Pokemon? I think it was most of Pokemon. Most of Pokemon yeah, and yeah, Luigi, right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, what was the, during the Wii era, what was the one, it wasn't a direct, but it was, it wasn't Wii Sports, but was it Wii P Music or something? It was like, like the oh, Wii boy. Orchestra or whatever. Yeah. 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 Oh, did, that, did that game ever come out? Yeah. I don't know. I, I owned it. Oh, I owned okay. It. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't have a Wii until like way after the Wii came out. So yeah. Yeah. I'll go very, back to that video just to laugh, just like Nintendo, what were you thinking? It's a very interesting game. Uh not a game at all because you could only play music with the two buttons on the controller. Um so <laughs> Wait, there really that? wasn't much you could do. You just kinda like acted like you were playing music and that was that. My, oh, so that's that, basically how you finish Skyward Sword. Gotcha. Yes. My absolute <laughs> favorite one is the one with the puppet. What? Oh yeah, the Star Fox one. And, and oh. actually, so <laughs> quick side very short side story star fox is like my f second favorite nintendo series behind animal I'm crossing sorry. <laughs> i didn't say any of them have been good lately um I'm but it, it's my second favorite series behind animal crossing when i went to nintendo new york for the first time it happened to be when they had the star fox exhibit up and they had mm. like star fox games throughout the years and they had the star fox puppets there That's i was cool. so That's... happy yeah because it was cool. like a it was whenever zero was coming out they had a big Yep. Uh, thing where they had the, the puppets of all the, the main characters. It was, it was you know, once you get past the controls, Star Fox Zero is not a bad game. It's, no, it's, it's not, but the controls made it not a fun game. Right. Yeah. Because you're you're looking at the TV and then boom, all of a sudden you gotta look at the game pack. Yep, yep. It's like yep. you're going back and forth. I wanted then, the, I wanted that game to be good so bad. Yeah. Does it look like, like an early GameCube game? Like, it looks terrible, yes. doesn't it? Uh, no. I mean, it, it actually looked pretty good. Like looks yeah. wise, I thought it looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's mm. just, yeah, the, the way that you played it just did not, it was not fun. I'm like, how did y'all think that this was fun? I thought I remembered it looking so bad. It, no, it, it I guess it bad. didn't look bad. The lighting and stuff was good. It was just a little basic looking, but I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah. it worked for Star Fox. Not a lot of assets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that I have a Wii U, I actually really want to play that. It's like um, the new Pokemon game, you know, it's not like incredible graphics, but it looks good. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yep. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Starfire, yeah, I think Zero's worth playing, Elijah. I think you would probably like it. It's just, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's an okay. okay. Yep, okay, yeah. it's good. Um. Anyways, uh, next topic, Seth. What do you think about Assassin's Creed Valhalla's map size? All right, guys. So, um, there was an interview that came out uh, today, or not today, but it was uh, two days ago. Um, I, I'm sorry, I cannot speak French. Um, but Ubisoft's producer Julian uh, Lafayette, La I think it is how you pronounce that. Sure. He had an interview <laughs> um, with YouTuber Julian uh, Chase. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name either. But uh, long story short, basically, he confirmed that Valhalla was bigger in map size than Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, now, I don't know. Have you guys played Assassin's Creed Odyssey at all? I did. No. Okay. No, I have not. Origins, uh, but not Odyssey. Oh, wow. Yeah, I play Origins and Odyssey. Okay, um, yeah. Um, Odyssey probably is the largest open world game I've ever played in my whole life. 
Um, I can't think of a game. I mean, The, the Witcher 3 might be bigger, but I'm not positive I about that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, they're, 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 I would say they're pretty similar, but Odyssey clocked in at 90 square miles of playable terrain. Jesus. Uh, um, which is which is massive. Now, that's not even that's not even the most impressive part about what I think he's saying here. What he actually went on uh, to say, um, and I quote, I would actually say in terms of range, Valhalla is probably a bit bigger than Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I do not have the exact figures at this stage, but we not only have created the whole country, which is in this case England, but also a good part of Norway too. So they mapped out the entire country of England uh, in this game. And it's... That, that, to me, is absolutely incredible. And then he goes on to say there are other secret worlds, which I cannot speak about today, which contributed to the size of the game. It's not a small game. It is a game which is clearly ambitious, which will offer many, many hours of gameplay to the players. Now, see, this is, this is a plus for me, but for a lot of people, this is going to be a negative because one of the biggest complaints, which I found very surprising about Assassin's Creed Odyssey was that it was too big and there was actually too much stuff to do, which I don't really see as a complaint. I can't really imagine getting the most amount of value for my game, but I guess for completionists, that could be a problem. I'm not a completionist. I just I mean, what a problem to have, though, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, I can play this game for 200 hours. And I'm getting the maximum amount of money for this. But, right. dude, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like, I didn't like Origins that much. I, didn't, I found um, Ancient Egypt to be quite boring uh, of, a, of a world to run around in but ubisoft just keeps doing this man ever since assassin's creed 2 they have just been able to up the ante with these worlds they create and i don't understand how they do it in the amount of time they do it it's it's quite stunning to me uh, i and i know i've said many times in the podcast that um you know, creating creating environments and whatnot is one of the easier parts of video game design, which I, I stand by it is. But when you're creating something that's larger than 90 square miles, and by the way, these worlds are not empty. There, there is something to see around every corner. They're extremely dense. I don't, I, I really can't fathom how, how they get this done in, I think there's two teams working on Assassin's Creed. Um, so I, I guess every other year, it, it blows me away. I, I, this, it, it's really um, a feat of, of engineering for video game development. And, and I think it's very cool. Agreed. It's, it's nutty. Uh, and, you know, like I said, yeah, I like, you know, ah, my game is too large. Oh, boohoo. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I understand yeah. there are people who are like, yeah, I want to be able to beat this game. I have a full-time job, blah, blah. I get it. Um, but, like, it's fine that these games are big. They're games that are small enough to consume and you know that's why we we there are a lot of there are plenty of indie games that you can play in that amount of time you know right people used to i used to hate like people complain for so long about triple a games not being long enough and now that they are those people are also mad <laughs> yeah, and and by the way he did go on in another interview to say now nah, i don't have the source for this um but he did go on another interview to say that there is going to be no uh level requirements for progressing in the oh, story that there dang that makes these games good yeah <laughs> because that was that was my main problem with origins and odyssey love them both yeah, yeah. love them both but the, if there were parts where it's like yep well you can't do this yet you're not high enough level i'm like man come on that's like ruining like that took out that took out the assassin's creed part of the game for me and they were uh, they were they were sneakily like 
uh, selling buffs for your XP yes. and whatnot. Yep. And it's just didn't like, like that. Okay. Did not like that at all. But yeah, not the fact that they're taking that out makes potentially this game could be one of the best in the series, um, which is good news to me. Yeah, I actually agree. It's a very cool set piece. I'm very excited for it. I didn't watch yeah. the trailer again because I know I'm already do in. It. Yep, I know I'm it. already <laughs> in, and uh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to play it blind. That's, that's I my decided, I, I don't know. I just I was like, I'm going to consume all the content they give me for this game because I'm still going to play it regardless. So. <laughs> I was super excited for this game. It's like the first Assassin's Creed since 4 I've actually wanted to play. But hearing about the map being even bigger really lets me down it bumps me out be so many of these open world games will be like yeah 40 hours of playtime and 20 hours of that is travel from this place to this place and um, it's, it's just time wasting it's not well, even there's, there's fast time. travel in a sense yeah there is fast travel yeah, yeah. So. and i would i would i would consider that you know time in an open world you know that's why when i when i hear open world i'm like sweet i can take my time and go place from, yeah, from place to place exactly. if I want to, but i can also fast travel uh the game that did not do that well for me though red dead redemption 2 but we won't talk about that right now Ooh, that's not cool. <laughs> red dead redemption 2 is one of my least favorite games ever um for mainly that reason um but no like it's just so many open i that's one of the main reasons i don't enjoy open world games that much is so much of it is just travel from point a to point b then start the mission then you do the mission all right the next one is at this point B. So travel from point A to point B. And so much of the game is just go from here to here and not actually. I mean, I guess it's just, it, I feel like from from my perspective, thinking about what you're saying, it sounds like the way that you traverse the world makes a big difference. Yeah, if, it's fun to, if it's fun to travel the world, yeah. it's not a big deal. But if it's boring and they make it a chore, it's not fun. I get that. And, and that's, yeah. that's honestly one of the reasons I'm kind of not as excited about this upcoming next gen because a lot of these games are going to be like, oh, we can make the maps bigger. And I'm like, ah. No, I don't think that's what you're going to see, actually. I I, I don't think that's what you're going to see in the next gen. Um, I think we've reached almost a maximum capacity for how big uh, maps are to the point where, Mm -hmm. like I said, people are complaining about it. Well, they get bored. Yeah. 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 And and there is no reason to make maps any bigger at this point. I mean, 90 square, you can fit almost anything in a 90 square miles. Like, you, and, and think about it, they've mapped out the entire country of England in, in this. So I really don't think bigger maps are going to be a problem. But Elijah, I would recommend you play Odyssey because Odyssey isn't, I, I think Odyssey is a different type of open world game where you're not just traversing from point A to point B. There's there, there's things that are going on around you constantly when you're traversing uh, from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's landmarks every inch of the way plus you've got bounty hunters that are constantly hunting you which are <laughs> i forgot about that extremely yes. <laughs> difficult dude when, when, when a bounty hunter comes at you and you see that red skull above his go. head you're I like <laughs> i'm in danger so you're saying it's a whole bunch of stuff that takes away from the actual main plot of the game no, no it doesn't take I it away it, it adds to the world that's the thing it's, yeah. it's the world the whole world is it's uh, moving and functioning as you're playing through the story yeah, I mean, you, you got to view it as Alexius's story or or uh, Cassandra's story. Like, mm-hmm. this is what they were doing. This this is they, they they weren't just going from mission to mission to mission. They 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 had to go through these trials to get to the next area. Like that, that's all part of their whole story. That's why uh, The Witcher Three is so good, right? Because Geralt's not just doing this one thing. He's also taking monster contracts and he's helping the people. And that is all point of the developing the world and the character. That's that's why open world games are are good. Now some some 
companies do it wrong. I, I think Bethesda does open world games very wrong, personally. Um, but still, when you have an established character and you put them into an open world, everything that they do between those two missions develops their character. And, and especially when they give you choices. Like, I don't know if you notice, now Assassin's Creed has choices. There's branching yep. paths. There's things mm-hmm. that you can choose, much like The Witcher 3. I mean, I, I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the closest thing we have to The Witcher 3. It's a very similar game. I agree. They, they are very similar games. Yeah. The big thing with The Witcher 3 that makes me appreciate all the side stuff is that it like there is a story like each side quest is a super good and interesting story one of the things that killed me with odyssey is someone's like yeah i had to go catch those stupid goats and i'm like uh, i mean yes and no i mean it could be argued that witcher 3 also has some throwaway side quests but overall a lot of the quests in witcher 3 were really well done so yeah. I, I completely understand that. And, and Odyssey does kind of have some like, oh, hey, go find my shoe, you know, <laughs> type quest. <laughs> I, I get that. The only difference is this is the first time I'm hearing about that with Odyssey from people. I never hear about people talk about Odyssey side missions ever. Yet every time I ever hear about Witcher 3, it's like the side quests are so good. And, well, and they are. Because, they are great. That's, they are that's, great. And I think it's more, I've never heard anybody talk about, oh, man, I love the world of The Witcher, but people love the world of Odyssey. It's the world. It's not the side quests of yeah. it, but it's the stuff and the places that you can go and do and see in Odyssey that I think makes the difference. Yeah, I agree. Make- and, you know, with Ubisoft, they have, and they've always had this from the beginning, is this vision of mm-hmm. where they want their game. And... In the early days of the PS3 for Assassin's Creed, um, you know, the hardware limited them to, you know, to fully present that vision to us. Like Assassin's Creed 3, they had this huge vision for it, but they couldn't, you know, it failed on so many well, we don't, counts. We don't, we don't need to talk about 3. Yeah, let's just <laughs> forget that game existed. <laughs> Can we? Because let it die like the main character did at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been so disappointed in the game that I've been so, so excited for. Now with the PS4 and the Xbox One and these and the new uh, systems, now they're able to really, you know, their their games are so much more deeper than what they were on the last um the, the previous consoles. But even yeah. with those limitations, I mean, think about um, the Assassin's Creed 2 trilogy. The The worlds they built in, in those three games were beautiful and, like, super, super detailed. And I really, I mean, and they've only gotten better since then. I mean, except for three, which, again, we don't talk about. It's the, <laughs> we, we, and Unity. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I didn't play Unity. I, I Unity, stopped playing Unity after Unity four. actually worked as a video game? Actually pretty good, but before yeah, it was her. actually a completed video game not good at all terrible you should not have bought it yeah the, the only thing i can imagine like I, i'm really i really want to know how the development process i, I would really inter- be interested in learning how ubisoft manages this because Same. the, only thing, the yeah. only thing i can think of is like they must i mean this is how i would go about it they, they would sector off uh different parts of the map and be like all right team a you're doing this team b you're doing this section team c you're doing this section and then they they, they, they put them together because i really don't understand like i can't wrap my mind around how you can create over 90 square miles of dense dense open world terrain it doesn't make sense to me plus cities i mean th- i mean we're, we're going to be seeing um 
Middle Ages England. So like there, there, there's going to be cities in this game all over and towns and, and landmarks. It's going to be a sight to behold. And I think even from just, uh, like I said, an engineering perspective, it's, it's going to be something that you, you're going to want to see. I'm really yeah. excited for it. I'm very, very excited for this game. I actually haven't really played Assassin's Creed since 3, and I did pick up um, Origins a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to pick up Odyssey, and I'm hopefully going to have time to play through them this summer now that I am graduated and jobless. Hashtag thanks, COVID. But um, Um. (laughs) uh, So I I should have plenty of time to play those two games, but uh, I'm very excited for, for Valhalla. And um, I'm excited to see what they really do Look, with the, even, the world. Even after what I said, I'm sitting here waiting. As soon as that collector's edition for PS5 gets announced, I want that collector's <laughs> edition. I'm waiting for Valhalla to be announced for Stadia, and I don't care. <laughs> uh, Austin, just know when you jump into these games, it is not the Assassin's Creed you remember. It, it is oh, no, and no. I'm excited. Yeah, it's barely an Assassin's Creed game at all, I'd say. It's, it's more of a straight okay open world that. RPG. Yeah, I am too, actually. <laughs> yeah. I am I was, too. When I, when I play Origins for the first time, I was like, okay, no, I see what you're doing, and I yep. like it. Yep, I agree. Yep. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm very excited to see how the series has changed because uh, really the last one I touched was Syndicate, but I, I really did not play much of that game. I think at that so. point, everybody was burnt out on it. Like, I feel bad yeah. for Syndicate because it was technically a good game. It's just everybody yeah. was burnt out on Assassin's Creed by the time it came out. I I enjoyed Syndicate for what it was, but also I was like, I can't play this right yeah. now. Yep. I think yeah. we were all tired, fatigued. I, I, <laughs> I really liked the characters and everything. but I Exactly. Couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I do think that uh, before we wrap this up, I, I mm-hmm. do think, and I want to say, Ubisoft really screwed the pooch. Um, by not making a Japanese Assassin's Creed game because yeah. uh, too late for that now. <laughs> yep, Ghost of Tsushima took that the opportunity yep. away yep. from him, and I think it's going to be better than Assassin's Creed. So uh, it looks better than Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I, I remember saying when we were, when I was watching it, it's like uh, Assassin's Creed just don't even do it. Like yep. just don't leave, don't do Japan, leave it alone. Go keep doing other stuff. Yep, they screwed up, man, because that's what everyone wanted from the beginning, and uh, they didn't want to make it, and they screwed up. So yep, so yeah, I'm fine. This is cool. Yep. <laughs> I'll be I'll be curious to see what happens like, you know, in the next two or three games because I feel like we're getting into like some really interesting territory as far as the settings for these games. Yeah, I agree. So what are you gonna I say? Just think go- no, I just think ghost I think um you know, sucker punch. I just think they're gonna this is gonna be an amazing game and I wouldn't want Ubisoft to to mess with this, you know, because um I just think this game is I don't know. It is what it is. So you're right. Ubisoft, don't even worry about Japan anymore. And, <laughs> you know, we didn't even mention the best part of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Flighting. <laughs> I'm so excited please, for please it. Ex- please explain this to everyone. Wait, what? Flighting is the art of rap battles where you verbally abuse the opponent. It is a like an old Viking tradition. Yes. Yeah, and it's in the game. I need it. So oh. excited for that. That was not something I would have known about. Yeah. I heard about it. And that right there was like, I don't know anything else about the game yet. So there's the going to be your mama jokes <laughs> from Vikings. Assassin's Creed yes. Okay. Vikings, the OG rappers. Wow. <laughs> okay. I Wow. I'll have to see it to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> or hear it in this case. Ah, this is true. 
So, yeah, I think we'll wrap the show up there. But uh, I just want to say thank you so much, Ray, for being on. This has been a phenomenal no, episode. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love this. You guys ask incredible questions. Like, those. thank you. <laughs> I, I forget if I told you this. And if I didn't, haha, surprise. But you are the first guest we've had on Frameskip. So, yeah, the, the surprise is right. Wow. Okay. Well, thank <laughs> you've you. set I, the bar, set the bar very high. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. To come Sucks to be everybody else. <laughs> yes. I mean, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and you have a beautiful attitude and yeah. you're all positive. And um, I subscribed on your uh, Twitch. Oh, thank and you. I, and I'll be I'll be jumping in your streams and and watching. Well, them thank sure. you so much. I mean, I just you know I, I try and stay positive, but I know it's not all sunshine and rainbows. That ain't life. But yep. you know, I try no. and make my little piece of it nice when I can. <laughs> That's it. So speaking of those streams, Ray, one more time, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, well, like I said, the three places I want people to actually look for me, because you don't look for me nowhere else, because you never know what you're going to find. But anyway, uh, just <laughs> Ray Apollo, R-A-Y-A-P-O-L-L-O, on Twitch.tv, YouTube, and Twitter, especially if you like dig memes. So that's me. Nice. And nice. no space. No space. Don't do it. <laughs> Twitch Prime? <laughs> Twitch yeah, Prime. Got, give, me that ba- give me them Bezos bucks. He's got plenty of <laughs> So that's Ray. So go subscribe to him. He's he's worth following well, thank across you guys. This the is internet. Awesome. Seriously, thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, thank like, you. This, this yeah. Honestly, you. some of the most fun I've had talking about video games in a while. I love to talk about video games in this format. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I was yeah. telling them beforehand, I really miss PAX 2014 when we hung out. Oh, what a time. What a time. <laughs> Maybe if the world is ever in a, a, a stable place again, we could do that again. Wait, yeah. were you at PAX 2014? I was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that was everyone, the year I was there. Everyone yeah, here we was there. there. We uh-huh. all met. We all met. Yep. Where right. at? Uh, I mean, I don't remember. We were there, but I, I, rem- mean, we were I remember sandwiches together. It was great. We had I a good time. I remember first meeting Ray at the Nintendo booth. We got Hot Pockets together. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Wish I had been there. I know. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. It's like half a mile away, but you know. <laughs> anyways stranger um, things yeah that about does it for this week everyone so um you probably know this as you're an hour and 20 minutes into the show but frame skip is available on podbean apple podcast spotify google podcast stitcher and tune in among many others um if you can if you're on a platform that allows you to do so like apple podcasts or podbean please leave us a review it is very helpful it really helps with the SEO and kind of gets us out there. So uh, leave a review on whichever platform you're listening, if that's possible. Um, no questions this week, but if you want to send us some questions, you can do that at frameskippodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also do the same on our social media. Our Twitter is at frameskippod. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash frameskippod. Uh, you can follow all of us individually. Seth is at Seth S. Taylor. Coach is at 32-Bit Professor. Elijah is at Local Lizard Man. And I am at Austin J. Eller. So that's it for this week, guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. And again, thanks, Ray, for being on. And we will be back next week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>